Kingdom, yes. episode 184. That's a little shout out to Marcus Miller. So yeah. I don't know if I did that song justice, but just a little bit of power. Oh, yeah, right. we like that. All right, so this episode is about the charm of old tech. Yes. By DIY rock stars. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about old tech, I know we've kind of touched on this before, but I'm talking about um, vinyl, CDs, cassettes, they're back, and then also... Um, equipment. Yes. So like the 808s, the SB1200, tape-based yeah. recording. People are, are you know, the, you'll see videos now about, oh, I got this great four track and yeah. listen to this, what I created. And, yeah. and so we want to talk a little bit about the pros and the cons. So we're going to start with four pros. Right. Let's start with the pros. Okay, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I really don't have a lot of pros for vintage equipment. <laughs> I, I have some pros. I, I, I just don't. Well, I you mean, go, how about this? Because, I talk about the pros, you go talk about the cons. How about okay, that? Go ahead. Then maybe that'll, that'll balance that, it that, out. I'm sure that'll help. <laughs> okay. Okay, so one pro is that because we're so used to the technological things like our phones and, and yeah. pushing a button and all that kind of stuff, being able to use the old tech and because it is limited, yeah. it allows you to channel yourself differently. You yeah. have to because yeah. you are limited. Yeah. So the way I always look at it is that with new tech, you can always scale back. Yeah. You never yeah. have to just yeah, use true. every single thing. It yeah, does. that's true. So for instance, on our phones, all our phones, we have something called voice notes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that, what's his name? Charlie Pooh. Yes. Then they whole album called voice, voice notes. notes right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to just use that as a tape recorder yeah. and just record yourself doing songs, you singing a song and all yeah, that kind of thing, same way you would have done with a ghetto box, you know, 900 years ago. Yeah. Have at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can do it. Yeah. That's all you, you don't have to go out and get a ghetto box in order to say, oh, now I had this cassette. <laughs> oh boy, I was able to do, it's so different and oh, warm yeah. now. It's, come on. It's so charming. I mean, you know, again, <laughs> if you want to limit yourself to yeah. that, it has the same thing with a word process. If you just yeah, want it to look like a typewriter, a typewriter, a typewriter. Yep, yep, you yep. know, just have it set to that one font. font don't yep. use any That's others. True. And then, you know, print it out. Yeah. And then if there's typos on it, use whiteout. Yeah. To go back and do it separately. Or just delete it and retype right. it. Because that's what you would, in the past, you'd have to completely retype it. If that's what you want to do, yeah, that's if true. that's what that's makes true. you happy, have it. Well, so, you know, so, so, so that, that's the number one thing right. that is a pro right. on my um, list okay. here. All right, so the second pro of old tech is that for the people who are budget conscious, mm -hmm. It keeps you from chasing every new piece of gear and maybe allows you to use what someone else has hand you, handed you down. Yeah, right. So so I was thinking about that with our cameras because we're going to be yeah. handing down our camera, the, right. the Canon, to our daughter yeah. so that she can do her YouTube video. So that way, if she's going to take embrace that older tech instead right. of running out buying something new, then she's saved. 500 bucks. Yeah. Well, I more than it. that and the peripheries, so. I get it. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world, but this is my problem with tape. So let's just say if we went back to our old A-track tape, right? <laughs> yeah. So now all of a sudden, the heads are going bad. Ooh. Who is going to who is going to repair that now? Yeah. Yeah. Where the heck are you going to get those yeah. Ampex tech yeah. tapes okay. from? Oh my god. You used to go down the street. I should have brought them. one for the video. <laughs> yeah, right. like, show you how where are you gonna video. get like a yeah. one inch or a two inch? Yeah. You know, where are you gonna get this from? Now yeah. I know that these these 
entertainers and stars as up right. there, they can get to this stuff, yeah. but for you. Yeah. And how much is it going to cost mm. you now? Mm. And then, it's like, one of the things I used to have to do before every session is A, I had to clean heads. Oh, yeah. And then B, I had to, you know, after a certain period of time, I had to demagnetize. Yes. And it was always scary. When you demagnetize yeah. it, because if you do it wrong, you could turn your head into a magnet, and right? Eraser. And that could just completely yes. mess up your whole yes. tape machine, yes. right? Well, you would be so, erasing tape instead of recording on tape. Mm. And I always make sure they're in alignment, yeah. there's speed issues, yeah. there's all kinds of different things. Yeah. So to me, again, as I keep thinking about this thing with <laughs> tape, as far as just going vintage for now. It's yeah. like, if you, you know, that old tube gear and all the rest oh, of that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, it's great. It's romantic. A, it's very expensive nowadays. Yeah. And, you know, something that's too base you, or whatever. You're already else that, going oh, down our country. unbelievable. <laughs> and then on top of that, mm. you got to think about repairing this stuff. So, okay. So, okay. So, but again, if you want to use Logic, yeah. Pro Tools, or anything like a tape machine, you can just do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Well, you just, just treat it just like it's a tape machine. But I'm still going to... And then I'm add gonna... your plug-in that will add the warmth. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. And then stand behind and go... <laughs> to give yourself that tape. Quit! You okay. are not... That's not cool. <sighs> Alright, so I was going to say a third uh, pro, which kind of piggybacks on um, the number one, right. is that it allows you to explore your craft because you're going to have to, again, employ some new ways of doing things. So I guess it, it kind of piggybacks right. on yeah. number one. Because you cannot do things yeah. the way that, you know. That you're like, used you, to right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, I always say it with new technology, it's up to you. If you don't want to do multiple takes yeah. because you want to act like you have an 8-track recording machine. Right, where you want to record the song yeah. all the way through. You want to do it all the way through? Pass all the way through, yeah. You can do a pass yeah, all the way through. through. So you don't have to do that. Pass, you don't right. have to use any type of correction. No. You don't have to do no. any of that kind of stuff. You don't have to no edit auto -tune. a thing. No, yeah, right. just, no looping. Let's do it as it is, right? And then if you want to bounce all of those tracks together, right, and... um. And, and put them on one track, and then after that, say, okay, now I'm pretending that I only got seven tracks to work right, with. Right, that's or, right. Because now we got limitless work right. with. Well, depending you know, on your memory. Right. Yeah. You want to keep doing that to make a record that feels like a Beatles record, you know, from, you know, you can do that. Yeah, that's You true. can do that with the technology you have. You don't have to try to go out and find one of those Ampex uh, one inch right. eight track machine right. that's going to cost you. $500,000 again. Well, I'm hoping. I don't even know how much it's going to cost you to try to maintain it. And I was about to say, I'm so. hoping it was a hand-me-down. I was, uh, but even still. But so, we'll, hand, right, I was about to say. Still, it's still maintenance. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's the tough part, especially now. And then, where the hell are you going to get your day? Yeah, that's you true, know? I'm sure there are places that sell it to you at a premium. Um, and then finally, but you kind of accounted this already too, right. is that it makes you brave because you cannot be afraid to make mistakes when you're going through a three-minute pass. Yeah. Because again, you record it as if you were recording live. Yeah. As, like Motown, people used to get in the room and yeah. just record. Yeah. That's the way you're recording the song. Not in right. pieces, not yeah. in bits. You know, not in, in um, takes, right. but you're just the entire song all the way. You play the, you may play all the way as a band, or you may play each track yeah. all the way through. But, but yeah. I was saying it makes you brave because right. if you flub, either you yeah. gonna keep it or you gonna redo the entire track. And, and, and especially if you think about bands, especially nowadays with, you know, I, I think even like with the Behringer's X32s and any of those series boards, the Presonus boards, 
they all come with a built-in two-track uh, recorder on them. Yeah, they do. So, mm -hmm. you know, so for your live thing, if you just want to say, hey, I, I got my band in the studio yeah. and you want to just play this live and just go through it, have at yeah, it. Yeah. You have that. True. Now, you can say, well, I just don't have the same warmth. You right. Know, as you, you know, and what a lot of people have been doing is they have their bounce uh, whatever it is that they record to like a two-track machine mm -hmm. and then, you know, use that two-track to master from. Okay. So that they can capture the warmth of analog and um, and then they don't have the brittleness of digital. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've quite ever heard the warmth. <laughs> but I mean, it's nice because you're kind of giving us a hack for how to get to, right. you know, if you want to limit yourself, you know, limit yourself you in a different way. And then if you want to capture the quote unquote warmth, you right. can, there are ways that you can um, just use the two track. But I, I think it's just like, you know, I, I, I have a four deer here. This is, this is a yin yang for deer base. This is, um, a bass that's modeled after the bass that Victor Wooten uses, right? Um, I have a Fender Jazz bass. Um, I have both a fretless and a fretted one, right? And I'm saying this to say, Jaco Pastorius played a fretless jazz bass. Mm -hmm. um, Marcus Miller plays a fretted jazz bass. Mm -hmm. Victor Wooten plays this um, Fodera. When I pick up those basses, I don't sound like neither one of them. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I, I, I still sound like me. And so I think that a lot of times when it comes to this infatuation with vintage gear, yeah. it's this thought that, oh, wow, this is, that the magic is in the that gear. Oh, that's right. Stuff, I meant to mention that. Right. It's, we it's, just looked at all of those. Um, uh, nine thousand, six thousand dollar vintage yeah, yeah, bases, yeah, and all bases, the rest yeah. of this kind of stuff. And it's, it's making this stuff get so overpriced. Yeah, it's like my old SP twelve hundred. You know, I mean, you know, these things you you buying as a premium because people feel like okay, the magic is that in happened the with gear. is in the gear. It's not. Yeah, it is. It's truly not in the gear. Yeah. You know, when I had the SP twelve hundred and I programmed stuff on it, I never sounded like Dr. Dre. Yeah. You know, I never. I, you know, yeah. I, I still sounded like me. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that's with anything that I've had. You know, so if you're going out trying to buy this vintage gear. To try to capture yeah. the magic of yesteryear, <laughs> it, it's not happening. Yeah. It's just not. Oh. I mean, it, you've got to a be satisfied with the song that you're recording. Yes. The sound that you're getting. Yes. Right. And and, and I guarantee you, you know, um, once you get to that point, yeah, the lust. For, for the vintage, vintage stuff, yeah. will go away. Yeah, it, it, you know, I don't want to go back to if I want to edit something that I gotta cut the, the tape, tape physically, you know, physically with, and put some scotch tape, right. tape right. and then put it back on. Yeah. So yeah. let's. I, I, you have really covered, I think, the cons, but I'm just gonna list them because I right. did the work of making the list. Yeah. All right. So the cons: a lack of ease of use. So like you're saying, if you wanted to actually edit. You physically had to edit right. the tape. And so. let me just say this one thing. I just when the Bee Gees did uh, um, "Stand Alive," right? They wanted to use the same drum beat that they had on "Night Fever," mm -hmm. but the drummer wasn't there. Okay. And so they decided that they were going to use a tape loop 
of the beat for Night Fever. Mm -hmm. In order to achieve that tape loop, they had to loop it all the way around, around the studio, around all these different you know, microphone <laughs> right. poles, everything else, in order to get this one loop. You know, nowadays, if you want a loop, you sample it and bam. There it is. Yeah, so Good e done. ease of use. Right. Right. So instant create. You got it in your mind, it's on. Right. You but it's the same it. thing. It's yeah. the same thing that they did it's just, 9,000 years ago. It's just a te technology. It's just using technology mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. The Beatles used tape loops on Tomorrow Never Knows. Mm -hmm. And they had to do it the same way. Yeah. Right? Instead, today, you would just sample it and just drop them in. Yeah. Trust me, if the Beatles and the Bee Gees had sampled back then, <laughs> they, they would have used that, them. right? They wouldn't have done the, the all the no. way around the room. No. And they probably had to do it 15 times to get it right or right. even more. Who knows? All right. Um, so the lack of uh, the ease of use is not there right. with the um, vintage. Number two drawback is it getting it repaired is what you right. mentioned yeah. before. Um, number three is if you're buying it now. Now, if you get right. the hand-me-down, it's still going to end up costing yeah. you because right. of the repairs and some of the other things. But right. at least the purchase itself. Right. But if you purchase it now as a vintage, like you said, of the guitar, the bass, right. the, the machine, is going to be exorbitantly ex more it expensive than something right. that's so much easier to use. Right. Um, and then, of course, with number four, what, even if it's the two-inch tape, if it's vinyl, if it's cassette, they degrade so much faster. Uh, they, they, it actually does degrade. Yeah. You gotta watch out for that. It's like yeah. we have, you know, old tapes that we've done. I yeah. have old ADAT tapes that I've done that's actually yeah. digital that still may have the same issue yeah. with respect to degradation. And kind of, you know, jumping back to vinyl. So, you know, I, I look at vinyl just a little bit differently because okay. I can understand that because the, the mastering process that happens with vinyl mm -hmm. is completely different than the mastering process that happens with digital stuff, okay. right? You know, so, you know, we've actually been in the process of, of mastering a vinyl yes. record. Mm -hmm. um, so it, 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 it is a completely different kind of process. So there could be a, a marked difference between what a digital record sounds like versus a vinyl record, mm -hmm. you know? So I can understand people saying, okay, yeah, I like the old vinyl masters better mm -hmm. than like the remastered yeah. stuff. So I understand if you're a person, you want to get the vinyl stuff, and you want to have that, yeah. that's great. I mean, and albums are a lot more expensive now than what they used yeah. to be. And you know, and there is an extra amount of upkeep that you got to do. Yeah. But even with that, you know, they made it where you can get a record player and yeah. now you can run it with a, you know, a, a USB or not USB, but a Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker yeah. and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so they but get, then you have to even be careful with that because certain yeah. uh, records can't be played on certain, like these little players there, like the one no, we bought. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 have to, you, have to, you have to do an investment. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's, it's, it's with anything, you know, it, it's going to kick up how much money that you're going to pay for Yeah, because you're thinking you're buying that little $100 um, a vinyl, you know, record player. Yeah. Those don't work. A, a lot of the records will not play on those. Yeah, we found out the hard way. Well, yeah, there, there just could be issues with yeah. them. So you might have to make sure that you're getting, you know, quality gear. Yeah. And and again, it, it to me, it, it's for those serious audio audiophiles who yeah. respect to do, listen to it. And you and know, store the, in storage of the albums. Right. You can't just have many over. But but again, yeah. I think about that same thing. You have to be in a position where you can say, okay, I'm going to sit down mm -hmm. and dedicate time to listening to a record. Yeah. And a lot of times, that's not the way we listen. You know, yeah. I listen on the go a lot. I listen yeah. when I'm running, when I'm walking, when I'm doing all these other things. Yeah. So although MP3s 
are inferior quality, mm-hmm. um, they're still the best way for me to listen mm-hmm. and, and with respect to my lifestyle. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, it, it, it oh, doesn't offer freedom that. to right. do that, to, to, to kind of do it this way and all, you know, and while I'm doing various things. Yeah, I like know? that. That's, so, that wasn't on the list, but that actually makes sense. Yeah, because vinyl, it, it's more of a thing. It's almost like a concert. You know, when you're yeah. going to sit down, you're going to listen to vinyl. It's an activity unto itself. And it I is. guess... The, the pro of, of actually doing that is right. is really focusing in on the music. Right. But like you said, our lifestyles in general right. are s- such that we're managing a lot of different things and right. that we listen to music usually right. as an accompaniment or in the cracks. Along with other things. And, yeah. and, you know, having a playlist that consists of 20,000 songs is completely yeah. different than having a playlist that's, that consists of a side of a record. Yeah. You know, because once that record is done, you got to flip it over. Yeah. You know, then yeah. if you want to hear another record, you got to go and get another record. You got to yeah. put the other one away. Yeah. You know, because the way that you store your records is, is huge too. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you're storing them correctly. They can't get too much. They can't get the way Don't let them get scratched because right. then you'll be skipping yeah, the too. And then they degrade. The more yeah. you listen to them, you know, so a lot of people would do this back in the day. They would um, get the record, mm-hmm. um, put the record on, make a cassette or uh, an A-track ooh. of the record, right? Then use the cassette or the A-track as the way that they normally listen to the record, uh, so that they put wouldn't. the record away to preserve oh, the record. Oh, I didn't know that. So a lot of times people would get them and still wouldn't listen to them. It's almost like having one of those... Um, those uh, action figures in the the bubble right, right, right. so you really right. don't play with it. Yeah, because it's like um, records were more like our albums were more like uh, magazines. Right. You know, right. I, I think that's more the thing. You know, and I'll admit to that. Artwork looks so much better oh, yeah. on, on an, an LP. Yeah. You know, especially when you can open it up yeah. and all the rest of that kind of stuff. You can you the sleeve would have the you know, picture on it or yeah. it would have lyrics. It was it was an much more of a, yeah. a listener and experience yeah. than what it is today. Yeah. You know, it's hard to form, I think, the same connection with yeah. an album yeah. than what you would do back in the day based yeah. on that. Just like it's hard for me to, as much as I, and you guys know I love technology, yeah. um, it's hard for me to take a magazine and look at it on my iPad. Yeah, even I've the tried big one. That. You know, yeah. it's like it's still it's difficult. Even on my iMac, you yeah. know, that's on twenty seven inch screen. It's just not the same. It's not. You know, yeah. I, I still like certain books. It's the same yeah. way. You know, I have to open them up, look yeah. at them that way. So you know, um, so I, I agree in that sense. You know, and maybe for certain people, as far as certain vintage gear, if, if it's something that you've used mm-hmm. that you've loved yeah. all the time. Then that's a whole different thing, yeah. but you know, for some of these young people, and you ain't never <laughs> they're romanticized. Dog, 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 don't even do it, dog. All right, so that Get gets your us. Plug in. Use your plug in. That gets us down to uh, number five: cost and avail- availability of supplies. You've talked about that. Yeah. Um, and then of course it's overpriced. It makes it an expensive, expensive it luxury. Is. It really is because we have so many more tools that do so much more. Yeah. For so much cheaper. Yeah, you do. I mean, and, and I get it because some people will say like yeah you know like that old Motown sound that you can only get from a nice Fender jazz bass you know what you can get one of those Mexican made Fender jazz basses or one of those Squires which are really good and you can throw you some flat rounds on that bad boy and again based on who's the player yeah you know I mean that that's gonna make the difference as you <laughs> I guarantee you you give Carol K anything matter of fact I saw her playing like a 
uh, Ibanez as our base, and she was schooling Gene Simmons on this thing. <laughs> you know, she grabbed her pick and she was digging in there, right? right? Didn't make it difference whether it was vintage, didn't make a difference right. or anything else. Carol Kay could still cut that track, yeah, regardless of what base you give her. Yeah, yeah, you know, and she yeah. don't sound good. I like that. All right. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts about the utility, the charm of old tech? What do you think? We'd love to know. Put it in the comments below. And... Sugar Fit. It's Ooh. available everywhere. You couldn't have that with old tech, you guys. I yeah. couldn't tell you. You can just stream it anywhere. You right. know what I mean? I could not tell you that. Yeah. But if you do want the old tech, I was about you to say, want the vinyl. Yes. Right? That was very of good. Speaking of artwork, it's going to have some original artwork, artwork that is shot, not right? in this that's not on the cd right so if you're interested in that make sure you click on the patreon link below right. yeah because as soon as we hit that mark we are going to go ahead and get that order are, and get you yeah. on the list that is going to be the next couple of months yes. it's going to be exciting times for us um with respect to sugar fit and just some of the things that yes. we're going to be doing so just be on the lookout for that yes and if you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe be sure to subscribe we're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease. Yay.